don't you dare. <laughs> Boom. Boom. <laughs> the noise that a rubber ball makes <laughs> off of Nicole Nelson's face <laughs> makes me so happy. I did it. What did you do? Came out of my comfort zone. Look at this thing. I told you last week on the podcast, and especially if you watch it, that the most obnoxious of the party shirts, well, I never wear it, but I pulled out of the closet for this. Is it too much? No, it's not too much. I I like dressing loudly. I mean, I'm Where not a loud dresser. Where did you get dresser. it, though? Where what? did you get it? I, I don't know when. I, I have no idea where What's these the party shirts- What the tag sh- say? I, what are you, gatekeeping where you got your clothes? Shirt off. I can just look at your tag. Oh, you want to do that? Hang on. Excuse me a minute. Be like my mom back in the day. Where is that from? Oh, see? Oh my gosh. It doesn't even have like. Hold on. Maybe it, it doesn't even have a tag. Might have been specially made. That... Hang on. Specially made by the Hawaiians. <laughs> look at this V. You're about to show some of your clavicles. What you going to do? Uh, oh, hang on. I got a tag. I know there's a tag, but it doesn't say like it says St. John's Bay. Or, it says MBX Gucci, MBX Premium Goods. Oh, this sounds like the most. I just got this off of the enter. It's probably an Amazon thing. Why? Who would order this on Amazon? Not me. Is that MBX? Lessons? Yes, Amazon. Michael B- MBX. I don't know. I have no idea where the thing came from, but it's. I have all these parties. Oh, what? Okay, it was purchased either on Amazon or Poshmark. I don't know where it came from, though. I don't know who got it for me. I don't know how it ended up in my closet. I cannot put my shirt back on. I've been talking about getting Zach these party shirts. I should go on Poshmark. I didn't even think about that. There you go. See? That's so genius. Yeah, I'm not sure where exactly these, uh, this thing, but you you think it's okay. Oh, I love loud clothes. (sighs) I actually, I... We haven't talked about this on the air yet, but I am hopefully in the works of putting together a Mrs. Roper bar crawl in the Gaffer District. In the Gaffer District, I contacted them. And Mrs. Roper, if you remember from Three's Company, dressed really, really loudly. Always the house dress. It was like those, yeah, those caftans, those big flowery caftans and the big, big beads and everything. Mm -hmm. So I'm waiting to hear back from them. And then if if that happens... Me and my friend Shanna are going to put together this bar crawl to happen mid-July. So actually, wow. it'll be like a week after this podcast come out, comes <laughs> out if they say okay. I love and it. if they do, then we're just going to hit like four or five places in our little caftans, going down Market Street, just drinking and stinking, you know. It's going to be so much <laughs> drinking fun. Drinking and stinking. Drinking and stinking. <laughs> and we're hoping to get as many people as we can. It's not... This is not like anything sponsored. It was just our idea. I love it. And I figured if we just create an event, hype it up on social media, then people will come and dress in their caftans. <laughs> July 22nd is the day I that we're looking at. The house dress, I, that's called a caftan? Yes. Yes. Or Never a moo moo. Moo moo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the caftan is like the official nice name. It sounds fancier than would, a moo moo. I know. I don't want to say like moo moo. It sounds like you're a cow uh, walking up the street. Moo moo. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right? But you can do so many activities in that outfit because there's so much room. Name three. I could jump rope. 
I can. I don't think you would do it well. I can have three children camp out underneath. Not that they should. That you could Not do. Not that they should yeah, be camping underneath do. my dress. Yeah. But I could fit like three tiny children underneath there. Um, I could also. Uh, Mm. <laughs> getting stuck on number three are we <laughs> and even the jump rope actually you're probably gonna get stuck on the moo moo you're gonna it's, trip it's, it's so big right right you really can't do i can drink in the moo moo that's right. what i you can got do one out the, of three confirmed. that's my activity <laughs> that's it one out of three and confirmed. actually instead of like having like three little children why don't i just have zach camp underneath there and that wouldn't would, that be a Saturday night? <laughs> that would be way better. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that be? Yeah. All right, while we're on clothes, I got yeah. a question for you, okay? What? So I came across this and I thought, wow, I can't wait to see your reaction. Hot or not, Okay. mom jeans for men. Are high-waisted and baggy jeans for men, uh, you know, mom jeans, so, if you will, becoming a thing for men? There is this pastor at the church that I recently <laughs> was going to, and he had, remember in the 90s where it was called peg leg? Do I remember? <laughs> and he had these kind of like mom jean peg leg things. And I even was like, oh, Pastor Brad, I love your jeans. <laughs> and he's like, kid from the 90s right here. So he was born in the 90s. He's a really young pastor. They look so good on him. So I'm going to say, yes, you do have to be that like hipstery kind of guy. Because Zach is not that guy. Uh, I couldn't pull him off. <laughs> well, <laughs> well. <laughs> but you did. <laughs> but I did. No, I, but I remember these jeans. I remember them vividly, and there is nothing good about this look. You let alone on, thing. let alone on a woman, let alone on a guy. Yeah, you say the same thing about women. But yeah. I like mom jeans. I think they're adorable. And every single time I even wear like more of a high waisted short, everyone hates them. They're always like, it's not very flattering. But I love the way they feel, and I love the way they look. So I'm like, screw you guys. That's your your prerogative, but you'd honestly look at a guy wearing mom jeans and say, looking good. Depends on the guy. Like I said, you have to, like, think about the church that I was going to. Everybody is used to wear those tight jeans and, and thick glasses, mm-hmm. and they, like, they had that hipstery look. So that's why those hipsters are transitioning into, like, the mom jeans and that style. I'm a little shocked at this. I'm not going to lie. Wow. I, I wow. didn't. I didn't expect you to say. I thought you were going to laugh. I. I read this. I'm like, this is a horrible, horrible thing because I. Again, I remember when guys wore these high waisted jeans, and boy, was it great to see those go. To be honest, I wish that Zach and I both wore them, and then we could take pictures together. But also, like, you are I, selling this, so I, he'll never do it. I want to comp. I want to like compliment each other when we're dressing. Like, I really like dressing like the fifties. If I could be a nineteen fifties pinup, I would. Well, I one a much time, better look than the mom jean. Anything. One time, Zach wore these really tight. Remember back in the fifties, the greasers would wear the dark denim. Yes, and they would cuff them at the bottom. Yep. So one time, Zach did that, and I was like, oh my gosh, you should wear this all the time. That way, our look could complement each other, because he like doesn't have a very distinct look, and he's like, I only did this because it was raining, and I didn't want the bottom of my jeans to get wet. <laughs> I think it's adorable. But it worked. I would like to wear something similar so we could be like that cute couple. He doesn't care about that at all. I, I yeah no, and you're never gonna by you sitting there going. I wish we could take pictures. Uh, there, uh, you're, you're, he's he's just he's pulling away. I can feel it. like are, I feel him coming off you. There are guys who I think do do this. Like I now this is not. I, I don't want anybody to be offended by this, but I'm going to tell you what. I love it when a black couple wears. They totally complement each other. They're wearing similar colors. I mean, 
couples in their eighties also do this, but <laughs> when they, when, have you ever seen this where they will wear something similar to each other and they compliment each other? All I can think of is the matching sweatsuits. <laughs> well, it could be similar, but like, I would like, okay. If you go to Seabreeze, then you might see a couple who they're both wearing like cute jerseys and like biker shorts and they're both adorable and they're wearing something similar. They're not matching. Mm -hmm. That is what I love. I want to be that couple that it's not the same thing, but it's like, oh, they dress similar. You want to be the couple where she picks out his clothes. Now I would, I would (laughs) definitely like if we're going packing, this is funny because my nail girl, she just went on vacation and she was telling me how she was packing for her boyfriend. I could pack for Zach. I don't want Zach to ever pack for me. Right. Because I'm like, you don't know what I'm going to be in the mood Two for. Two pair of underwear. That's all that made it into the suitcase. Right. Yeah. And plus, like, you don't know what I'm going to be in the mood to wear. Where he's he's like, I'm wearing khaki shorts and, and a button up every single day. Every day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Maybe he has fewer items going than you than I guess overall. Oh, I'd be fine if he did. But yeah, I can't. I I would love to pack for him. I dress him. I just don't see the couples that that dress alike, like you were saying at an amusement park or whatever. Anything that that they both woke up and went, "Honey, today's the day we match." You would be surprised. More guys. Uh, do you know what a sneakerhead is? Yeah, I would be surprised. What? Do you know what a sneakerhead is? Well, is that someone that's really into sneakers, right? Like yes. they love. Okay. So I. And think, there are people that do it. I don't quite get it, but they'll spend thousands on those. Oh yeah, I, there's a kid locally in Corning where he is doing big business Mm. so i think that you're a little bit of the era where guys didn't care as much about their looks and their accessories and it's totally different now i mean think of like somebody who looks like i'm just going to use drake as an example he cares about what he looks like he cares about his shoes sneakerheads typically tend to be this way too they actually care about what they are wearing I, I don't know if that was an insult or a compliment. I'm well, still trying to because digest you, you just that don't, one. Like, I think you do care, but I, I don't think you're into men's fashion. Like men are now well, into look men's Look at this shirt. No, you're, you're finally, I'm like, I'm so grateful that you're finally go, waking up to like being into fashion because I love fashion. But for the longest time, fashion. you let other people dress you, clearly. I mean, you've had exes in the past where letting you wear pleated khakis. I'm like, well, okay, yes, that was in the distant past. I don't know what I was thinking with that. But, I don't know either. You know. But have you ever really cared about your fashion that much? Well, yeah, I mean, a little bit. But I'm uh, the problem is I'm a very, I'm a very basic person when it comes to fashion. I mean, right? I don't. This is this is out of the box for me. There's no, and if you're watching on YouTube or Spotify. And you can see it, it. It's very out of the box for me. It's not something I would choose to wear regularly. Yeah, exactly. And that's fine. I'm just saying you've never been that guy who's like, oh, I'm checking out what is the latest right. thing to wear and what are the latest shoes to, to match my outfit. Like you probably have four pairs of shoes. Yes. Actually, I have a black dress, brown dress, a pair of sneakers and a pair of, uh, uh, yep. oh gosh, something else. Yep. I can't remember what they you are. You have some Adidas slides. <laughs> no, I've uh, I do have yeah I have those um, yeah exactly no God what the heck are they uh oh my God it's on the tip of my tongue they're the real hip uh, shoes the Vans oh okay I I, I've got a hip. pair of black Vans I thought you were gonna say hey dudes no black Vans so, so right exactly you're not somebody who is like oh I need to have some red shoes to go with this outfit some, red shoes what am I gonna oh, where am I gonna wear red shoes that's what I'm saying you're not into fashion you know I'm th- this whole conversation has proven one thing to me what? you're never dressing me ever 
Oh, I would absolutely oh. make you look so good. No, no, yes. no, never. Yes, I would. And I would make Zach look good, but he's so stubborn, he won't let me dress him either. I think Zach and I live a very parallel life. We could probably go clothes shopping together and be done in about 30 oh, minutes. Right. Khakis, 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 and khakis. Got I'm not it. even wearing khakis. At least I got hip jeans on. Look. All right. Khakis, jeans. Come on. Khakis, nice jeans. jeans. They all go. Yeah. Uh-huh. Then, black shirt, black shirt, white shirt, black shirt, white shirt. Oh, I do have a lot of black and gray I shirts. Know. Yeah. And quite a few of those. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> exactly. There was a time when I needed to look slimming, then the weight loss came, and I'm like, oh, maybe I should wear some colors. Hey, there's <laughs> nothing wrong with wearing black a lot. I'm just saying, I know how you guys are going to shop. It's true. It's true. Do you want to talk about what you have? Because I do have another question for you, but I don't know if... I. I'm going to ask you something about yourself that I don't know the answer to, and I've known you 17 years, more than 17 years. Okay, yeah, go ahead. You can you, ask You want me. me to do it? Yes, All yes, right, yes. I'll, I'll, but I'll, wait, wait, wait. You yeah. know what? Let's pause right here because we have two amazing sponsors and we have to give them some love, especially because this is the cutest Shimon County SPCA video you're ever going to see. That <laughs> was just good. finished and Scott voiced it. Yeah. Props to Scott. <laughs> oh, I don't know about so, that. Watch this cute Price is Right video and we'll be right back. You're the next contestants on The Price is Right. Katie Puri, come on down! Bark Wahlberg, come on down! J.K. Rowling, come on down! Check out Shyla modeling this new Power Wheels Jeep Wrangler. Maximum five miles an hour, working doors, working light, and sound bar included. Time for everybody's favorite, Plinko! The winner gets a year's supply of treats! Remember to have your pets spayed and neutered right here at the Shavon County SPCA, where they make it so easy. Apply now and see a schedule of their clinics at ShavonSPCA.org. You can adopt, schedule a time for a loved one to get vaccinated, and even donate while you're there at ShavonSPCA.org. I never thought this day would come. My sciatic nerve feels so much better. For weeks and weeks and weeks, I couldn't find relief anywhere. I was willing to try anything. That's when I started to visit Horsehead's Acupuncture. And I have to be honest about something. It does take a few sessions because first you get on this like wonderful table that's so warm and has all this like these energies coming out of it. I don't know what the table is called. Then you do the acupuncture, which I didn't feel a thing. And also this isn't just for sciatic. If you have migraines, depression, anxiety, there's lots of different things that you can use acupuncture for. But then after the acupuncture is done, for me personally, I got this deep tissue massage, which is amazing, like the best massage I think I've ever had. And then you can do cupping, breathing exercises. All It's like the package deal of getting you healthy. What you can do if you're interested in acupuncture, give it a try. And like I said, give it more than one try. Text the word ACU to 71231. And you'll get a percentage off by giving Horsehead's Acupuncture a try. It's right in Hanover Square. And oh my gosh, do I feel so much better. I can't believe that I, between the stretching, the massaging, the acupuncture, I don't wake up super stiff anymore. It's like, I'm a new person. I love it. So text ACU, A-C-U, to 71231 
to try Horsehead's acupuncture today. Okay, uh, it, it, I could watch that video again. I'm not gonna lie. I know, it, it's Katie very cute. Perry, yeah. Bark Wahlberg, Burke J.K. Wahlberg. Growling. Come <laughs> on. I know. I know. You're welcome. Oh my gosh. All right. My question for you. I. This may go somewhere. This may not. I really don't know the answer to this. Did your parents make you uh, try a sport that you didn't want to try? But I have to back that up and ask a question. Mm. Did you play any sports as a kid? Mm, yeah. So what? I started out with t-ball and I played like t-ball and softball and I didn't want to do it anymore. But my mom was like, you committed. You have to do this until the season is done. That's, oh, I agree with that. That was it. So I really didn't do that very long. I also, I did baton, which I wish I would have done. I wish I did longer. For some reason, my parents made us like try things. We had to stick to something for a year, but they never pushed us to be overly committed. I think they knew we weren't sports people. Okay. Then okay. I ended up playing basketball at a young age as well, which was something I really enjoyed. But then... Really? I, yeah. But then I ended up... I'm very tall. So oh. I've always been tall. Mm -hmm. So then I got out of that because I cared about hanging out with my friends. Oh, and I got into dance. Dance... Dance was something I was very committed to. Yeah, yeah. I danced until probably like till it like wasn't cool anymore, seventh grade. And then I was like, okay, I guess I'm not going to dance I've, I've done enough. Yes, yeah. right, right, right. And then I picked it back up in my 20s. Well, I like what your parents did. They, what, what they, <laughs> and anytime, anywhere, she's, yeah, she'll right. dance it out for On you. On the pole, you know. Yeah, oh, I hope. Uh, yeah. So I like what your parents did, though. I did not know that you did any sports when you were younger. I mm -hmm. mean, the way you talk a lot, you would think that there was almost no motion in your life. <laughs> not um, much. But, uh, but I like the idea that you did it for a year. I think that's a very good quality, and I'm going to remember that. That, at least through the season, maybe not the whole, you know, mm -hmm. but whatever it is, I think that's really, that's good. That makes you sit there and go, I have to stay committed to this. I may not love it, but at least it's showing you that. I, I you know personally what, though, like that. I, I feel like I kind of grew up in a weird era, too, because I didn't have a lot of other opportunities. Like now there's robotics team or there might be. Um, hula hooping. There's hula hoop classes that like stay for the whole year. Yeah, right. But there's so many more opportunities for people who are not into sports. Sure. And sure. I wish that that was available when I was younger, but it just wasn't. No, that's true. Well, yeah, I, I'm blown away. You, you answered my question. Oh, that's it. That was it. I was just wondering, did your parents ever make you do you know try a sport that you didn't really want to try? Why did your parents make you try a sport that you didn't want to try? No, um, I mean, I remember playing baseball when I was young, and uh, I think they realized fairly quickly he's not terribly inclined for the sports. You mm -hmm. know, I mean, he kind of enjoyed it. I actually enjoyed playing softball when I was a volunteer fireman. We had a, a team back oh, in... Oh, yeah, but that's like fueled by beer. Uh, kind of. <laughs> it was a lot of fun, though. Yes. I did that. Although, back to your sports thing for a minute. One of the best stories that Allie ever has told, and she said it on the show. It's up to you if you tell it again, but the dodgeball. Oh, oh that's... But that's not really a sport, but yeah. I... <laughs> but for you, it was. I was playing dodgeball in gym class probably like seventh grade. I don't know how I did not either get in trouble, <laughs> detention, or suspension for this because the gym teacher saw the entire thing. So there, me and this girl had this rivalry. For what reason? I don't know. I still hate her to this day. Like the every mention of her name, I always go, God, I fucking hate her guts <laughs> so much. And I don't hate people. Right. Well, so we're playing dodgeball with the red rubbery ball yeah outlawed now in every school yeah she is i get the ball all of a sudden i catch it i was like oh my god and then she comes <laughs> right and she's right there in front of me 
and I have it right by my face, get ready to throw. And she's like, don't you dare. <laughs> Boom. Boom. <laughs> the noise that a rubber ball makes <laughs> off of Nicole Nelson's fucking face <laughs> makes me so happy. I can't even tell you. Like, I hope that people that I went to high school with see this podcast and they share it with her because I fucking hate her so much. <laughs> and that gave me the most. Look, I'm turning red. I'm getting so this excited about this it. See, now, I if they can't stand her it. so much that it gave me the purest joy in my life. If they would have had that sport, Allie wouldn't have had to been coaxed to stay the no. whole year ever. No, ever. <laughs> I'd be like bouncing off faces left and right. Oh. Every single time that meme comes up that everyone knows the sound of a, a dodgeball. No, oh, yeah. To my two girlfriends, Jessica and Tina, always, always tag me. And one <laughs> other thing, the, the gym teacher, I referenced her. So Nicole doesn't even do anything towards me. She just comes and she's like, blah, 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 blah. You know, she's yelling. She doesn't hit me. I was like, she's going to hit me. She is totally going to knock me out right now. <laughs> The gym teacher comes over and she's like, all right, girls, separate, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> we went back to the the locker room, got changed, and that was it. I never got in trouble. The gym teacher saw the whole dang thing. Nice. I couldn't believe I didn't get in trouble. <laughs> That's great. It was the greatest moment it's of my life. I think, I think because my gym teacher, and I can't remember what her name was, but she looked like the gym teacher from Glee. No, I was going to say, yeah. She had the, oh, she had the suits, the short blonde hair. <laughs> I'm... Anyway, so she, I think she knew that Nicole Nelson was also a bitch. God, that's and great. And so she was like, eh, I'm going to let this one slide. We're just, that one's going through. God bless you. God bless you. It's one of the best stories ever. Oh my God, I love <laughs> The sheer it. joy you get out of this. Oh I'm so gosh. happy for By you. By the way, back to the sport thing. Yeah. One of my friends, he plays, he's an adult and he, there's some sort of like city uh, softball or baseball that they play. Sometimes I kind of want to do that. Do you ever have those those co- co-ed or like intramural type sports for yeah. adults. Sometimes I want to do that, but I have the feeling it'll be back. Like when I was growing up, like I'll do it for the first couple times and be like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> or you'll be on the bench. Or I'll be on the bench. Yeah. Right, right. Okay, don't do you, you have to go sign those up though? Don't you have to go with a friend? Like you have to, you'd have to take Sonia with you and be like, we're going to play softball. That's what I think. But my parents, because they didn't make me do anything. Like I wanted to do ski club. They, I was too afraid. I actually, being a very outgoing person, Mm -hmm. there was a time in my life I did not do things. I did not do that. At one point in sixth grade, we were supposed to go to this place called Hiram House. And it's where you camp, I think, for a couple days. You're in a cabin. I didn't go because, and I was one of the few students that didn't go because Mm. I was afraid. And whenever I tell people that, they're like, you? You were afraid of a social situation. I'll tell you what it is. It's um, it, it's why I'm envious of sports parents. You either have that skill set and you know right where to go to sign them up. You know exactly when. You know the whole process. You just, somewhere it came to you or you did it from your young age and continued to do it. Mm-hmm. I never got that skill. Like, I have to rely on people. I have to go to, like, my neighbors and be like, all right, anybody heard anything about soccer or what's the hot thing going on right now? It, it That's just sort of the way it goes. Yeah, but I... I'm almost disappointed in myself that I let my own fears, social anxieties, whatever it was at the time, get in the way of me not going on a class trip, not being that a part of interesting. The, not being a part of a ski club, nothing. Like yeah. I I would not I wouldn't do it. And I think that's also a little bit because I wasn't good at sports or anything that was athletic. Because your parents didn't make you try. Because my parents yeah, I just am not as worth. I mean, now, Back I'm, to Gail and Mark. now, now I'm, I'm now I'm a little bit more athletic, but still, I think that that really kind of held me back. I don't know where I learned to 
or how it came out. Actually, I do know. I know why I'm so outgoing now. We traveled so much when I was a kid. So we were going to so many different churches. I had to adapt and play with whatever kid was there. You know what I'm okay, saying? That makes we were, sense. Yeah. We were traveling Carried the, that with you. Yeah, we were traveling on the tour bus, so I had to, <laughs> ah, I right. had to just play tour with bu- whoever was around, and it was same like in any church situation. You're just like, oh, you're here. You're a kid. I'm I a can kid. play with you. Yeah, I can play with you. So yeah, I, I yeah. think that. And I also think I finally, I read a book once in sixth grade where a girl was really funny, and so I was like, that's it. I'm going to learn to be funny really quick, and right after sixth grade is when I just became super outgoing. Became funny? I, and yeah, and I'm like, I don't care what people say about me. I don't care what people think. I'm so sick of not going to things because I was too afraid of doing them socially. I give you a lot of credit. That, that And that's a pretty young age to have that revelation, I guess, is the way to say it. Yeah, I wasn't going to uh, miss out on life. And I think that's when I was like, I don't turn back and I just keep going. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, do you believe in curses? Hmm. Okay, maybe you will after this. Yeah, give me Friend some. Friend of mine just recently got into an accident, got a ticket, got his car stolen. Yes, had all of these bad things happen. He's like, Ellie, I keep coming into like the worst luck. But the funny thing is, he ended up getting a promotion over somebody else at work. Oh, wow. And she was so mad about it. And she passed him in the hallway and she's like, I'm going to curse you. And he was just before all the car stuff. Yes. And so then he's like, I, he goes, I never believed in curses, but I swear to God, I think she legit cursed me because oh, I got the promotion. I know. So do you believe in curses now? I mean, I guess a little bit. I do. I do kind of look at it, though, as maybe not so much of a curse. Things happen in a weird order in life. And maybe this is why we're not allowed to see into the future at all, mm-hmm. because I can tell you myself, I've had some bizarre things happen in recent Mm. and then very recently something happened and it was out of the blue and it was almost like a little balancing and i'm like okay so oh like the yin to the yang like i got a promotion but like that but your car went to shit right right okay okay i can see that but see that's like the same thing for me for psychics i don't believe in psychics but sometimes like i have a friend andy who lives locally in the area and he went to a psychic once and he was wearing pants and the psychic thank god mentioned something well instead of shorts because <laughs> oh. this, this is important to the story so he has a very specific tattoo on his leg and the psychic couldn't see it and so the psychic referenced it was like uh, i think like a grandparent or great-grandparent and even said like oh you have a tattoo for them right here on your leg or on your knee and everything that he was telling me, I'm like, see, this makes me want to believe in psychics sometimes. Yeah. But it's the same with curses. Like, I feel like I, I feel like I can't. I, I, don't, I don't know. I can't give in to that. Well, all right. Now, if you're if you're going to talk about a big curse, like there is a huge curse. I think it's around King Tut's tomb uh-huh. or some of the Egyptian tombs where people have disrupted things and bad things have happened. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a little bit to do with something like that. But your average person walking down the hall, I mean, I, I, I don't see them being able to lay a curse on you. I much more believe life works in a way where you're going to get things that are going to happen. It's going to put you in a place. But then if you're lucky enough, and and maybe it's not even luck, sometimes things turn. Like, Like I said, I've had a bizarre set of circumstances recently, but then all of a sudden a couple things come flying my way and I'm like, what is happening? I mean, is this why we are, you know, as a beings not able to see much past where we are if that makes well, sense and i think too what doesn't challenge you doesn't change you 
So you have to have those challenges in life. You have to have what you're saying, like, or when even with my friend who's like, got a ticket, got my car, uh, I got an accident, towed, blah, blah, blah. Like, I know <laughs> you literally are... feel like, when is it going to end? Yes, yes. And I've met people who it gets even worse than that, like, like tons of health issues. Mm. And I think, how did they get the unlucky card? And I got such the lucky card. But then they're the ones that are going to win the Mega Millions. And you're going to be sitting there going, okay, there's the the flip around. Well, they haven't yet. But but it is weird. I mean, I just, you know, that's the only way I can really look at it. And it is frustrating because when you're in the moment of the bizarre or the bad, Mm -hmm. you really just only see that. It's sometimes when something happened. Like I said, something very recently just happened. It was like, oh my God. God. And it actually was incredibly enlightening to a situation. And I'm like, oh, I'm not crazy. And that made me feel really good. No, I'm serious. Like, I was starting to be- believe, like, you know, that I was losing my mind with something. And all of a sudden, this person comes along that I hadn't seen in forever. And it was like, mm. you just made me not crazy. You just realigned my thought process and put me back into a better place. And it was so that what I'm getting at is, we focus on the bad or what's happening. Mm-hmm. It's tough to focus always on the good because that's such a pleasure center of the brain. I don't feel it lasts as long. Like if it was just good, 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 good. Mm-hmm. After it's good, all you want is more good. And if something goes the other way, you're going, well, what, you know, what, well, why isn't it good? To, right. That goes back to what I'm saying. Like what doesn't challenge you doesn't change you. You have to. It's a great we, line, by the way. We have to go through these certain challenges in our life so we can grow in this life. And I'm getting old. I'm getting ready to end the challenges. <laughs> not really getting old, but you know, it's like, like it's some watering po- this plan. I'm ready to die. God, I don't even, uh, you know, it's not even that. It's like, can we just stop with the challenges can i not just get a break for a while can is that I possible stop growing can i stop maturing yeah, i'll take I, the maturing and the growing i just don't need to have the life-changing experiences for the past three decades of my life my do you ever God. think sometimes the choices you make are the that cause those different challenges and changes oh i've made choices believe me um I'm a person that doesn't regret a lot of changes. I'm going to be very honest with you about that. And I know we're running long on this, but I'll wrap it. I'll, I'll You tell me when you want to end this. I don't regret right. a lot of changes that I made. Mm-hmm. However, now you were talking about curses. Yes. I kind of believe I have a bit of a sixth sense with certain things. Sometimes I can pick up or I'm just very perceptive and I don't. It just hits me like, oh, OK, well, put me in front of a woman. I, I, I'm terrible. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but uh, how does that look for you there? But, you know, it, it's when there are situations, you know, I've known certain things and I still went ahead with it in a lot of cases and I don't regret it. OK, but I look at it and I go, damn it. Man, you knew this was going to happen. You, you knew, knew it. better. Oh, my gosh. You, I've you done that. Oh, my gosh. I've totally done that. And for some reason, I don't know, I just still went along because I... You do it. I went, I didn't go with the the, the heart, didn't go with the gut. And it just, hurts uh, yeah, down the right? road because you're like, damn it, I should have, Because it was just working for now. And I was like, well, this works for now, so yeah. Well, that. and then there's another great line that I've learned, and working for now, or you could go with hope. And do you know what the trouble with hope is? What? Resisting it. Oh, I... I was expecting a cheesy joke. I'm no, sorry. <laughs> no, I know this. I'm like real philosophical on this podcast. What do you, you mean? Know? Yeah, but what do you mean resisting hope? 
Well, the problem with it, the problem with hope, the trouble with hope is because we get caught up in hope. Yeah. People people get caught up in whatever the hope of it is. Mm-hmm. And the trouble with it is resisting it. And if you ever find yourself going, I'm going to resist this, you may find yourself not in the pain later, if that makes any sense. It does. I think like with you your... shouldn't give up on hope totally, but the trouble with it is resisting it. And I think that people who are because I am an eternal optimist and I think that this is a problem for me and I think this is a problem for you, too, is that well, we're be, both eternal optimists right. until we're not. When you're an eternal optimist, that's the problem. It's like, oh, but it's gonna, it's gonna be okay, or, or, or it's gonna work out, or I hope it works out. And it's like, well, no, because you're not looking at the biggest picture. You're not looking at it from like the drone shot. And if you would just look, resisting it, <laughs> right, right. You, I mean, for optimists, I think we have to. As much as people who, are, I don't want to be a pessimist though either. But no, there's no. got to be a balance because they're. If you're too much of a optimist and you have too much hope, then yeah, I'm sorry. It's going to bite you in the butt. I'll say it again. The trouble with hope is resisting it. And that's tough. Mm-hmm. By the way, thank you, Peter Capaldi, who played Doctor Who, who gave me that line. Oh, my <laughs> God. I knew it. There I knew was it. Good deep for you. <laughs> oh How do you God. like that? Yeah. But it is a great statement when you think about it. It is. It really is. I admit it. He didn't write the line. Somebody else did. And he just acted it. But it, it, Well, it now really... there's a writer's strike, so he doesn't have anybody else to write his face. Nobody's fantastic. going with that. All right. On that note, geez, I hope this wasn't too deep of a podcast. No, I enjoyed it. Um, okay. okay, so here's the thing. Next time when okay. we get together, I want to talk about when you're FaceTiming somebody because mm-hmm. we always, I mean, I love FaceTime so much. Like sometimes I'll just like FaceTime and not even look at them. I'm just like carrying them around like they're my little pet. Yes. So I want to <laughs> talk about uh, something that I think you always do when you're FaceTiming, but we'll have to do that next week. Oh, I'm so. dying to know if I do it. Now yeah. we're going to have to FaceTime and find out. Right? Totally. <laughs> All right. Well, have a great week, you guys. And we will see you. Are you going to have a different party shirt next week or no, what? No, I'm out. This is it. You've seen all of them. Get I had the blue one. one. Go on Amazon. No, I had the blue one. I had the uh, kind of white one with, or with the teal leaves. And then there's this monstrosity. It, Look, I have an island. Wait, wrong side. I have an island over the, uh, right over. Over your on nipple? On the pectoral. Oh, I say nipple island. <laughs> <laughs> Come that's on the, and try the fruit. That's the island that I want to go to. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys.